Welcome to Christchurch Manchester Sermon Podcast. CCM is one church that meets every Sunday in various locations across Manchester. For more information about who we are or about our Sunday meetings, please visit www.christchurchmanchester.com. And it is wonderful for me to stand here in person to talk to you about the love of Jesus face to face, such as you know, is not only precious, but we can only thank God for enabling us, the privilege, keeping us alive. I'm sure, as they say, each one has been made for a purpose which we choose when we choose the light path we will and must live to fulfill as i was preparing the message i had several stories coming to my mind which i reflected upon based on the topic that i'm going to preach today but before i share those stories uh, let me say a word of prayer. Let's bow our head and pray. Lord God, I'm asking that it should be your word that will be shared to the people who are gathered here today. May it propel them to spread your gospel so that many people who are not even here attend to you and know your love and know your truth that you are the only one who carries life, who's brought life on this earth. May the meditation of my heart and the words from my lips be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Now, the first story I'm going to share two stories. The first story I'm going to share is about the environment in which we are born in and we are raised in and including the teaching thereof which forms our world view as individuals and in certain cases as a group regardless of our differences have been fascinated through observation to see how generally children or people adopt the accent, language accent, from the region that they are born in and raised. For instance, take two brothers from the same mother, same father, one who is raising their children in Manchester, the children born in Manchester and being raised in Manchester, and take another one who is uh, in Liverpool. Who the children are born in Liverpool uh, are being raised in Liverpool and observe, listen to the accent that they have and the choice of words that they may have you see quite a difference in how they speak in how they choose their words again take uh, for instance children born 
born and raised in the UK against those born and raised in the USA. But if we have to come back to England, compare England and Scotland, you also see a marked difference in the accent in their language. So that fascinates me, and nature is so wonderful in that regard. The second story that I'm going to share is about my childhood and my parents, how my parents would sometimes often call me to send me somewhere, say to buy some things in the shop, or they would just call me, say, come here, can you do something, just within the house. Quite certain, every child knows the voice of their mother, or their father, or their guardian, when they are calling them. When they shout their name, even at a distance. On a lighter note, I don't know whether you have experienced this as children, or those children who are here, maybe you are still experiencing it. Uh, sometimes your dad, your, your mom calls you, and they want to send you upstairs or in a bedroom. In our, my own case, the houses are bungalows, so it's all downstairs. And then they would send you to say, can you do this for me? And you start, you dash off, going to where they have sent you. Midway, you forget what they have sent you for. And then, it's a dreadful moment. <laughs> um, if your parents were like mine were, then you think twice to go back and ask again. <laughs> uh, to ask them, what did you say or what did you send me to do? And quite often they would say, you don't listen. Or just ask you a stern question. What are those years for? <laughs> That's before giving you the instructions again. Uh, in my own case, I also grew up liking to make tea for my dad late at night. He would spend the nights reading or studying, or he would be marking, he was also a teacher like myself, he would be marking scripts, or he would just be reading government role. Uh, quite often he would call me, say, can you make me a cup of tea in between whatever he's doing? I loved doing that, and I believe he loved a cup of tea that I used to make. Eventually, I started making the cups of teas without him asking. I would just know at which point you need a cup of tea. So I'll just go on and make the cup of tea. Children and generally people are different. Parents know normally how each of their children will react to a situation or when called upon to do some piece of work in the house. They will know which child 
response quickly which one will carry out the instructions sharply which one will complain every time <laughs> when they are called to do something I was not the one who used to complain usually yet parents will normally continue to call and ask for their child to do a piece of work or to come and be given advice or instruction perhaps in the hope that one day that child will learn the preciousness of such a call especially if it's done with love and in truth God has always called us he is always calling us he loves us always the topic for our message in today's preach is how we know which spirit to listen to how do we know which spirit to listen to in last week's sermon Tim brought in some key elements for us as Christian believers that our description of who am I should always start with us first describing ourselves as I am a child of God not how God used the same and then Jesus in his ministry say I am which is mentioned amazingly 300 times in the Bible according to scholars starting from Genesis when God instructed Moses that he should go to the Egyptians he said go there and say I am has sent me this statement and the facts is the truth God's truth which is relevant for the topic we are going to look at today in knowing which spirit to listen to another thing to note as we go on to read the passage for today is that the statement I am a child of God expresses oneness with the Creator again very relevant for the lessons that we are going to look at today going on to our Bible reading today I'm going to read from the book of First John chapter 4 verses 1 to 6 if you have got your Bible you can read with me that passage First John chapter 4 verses 1 to 6 otherwise it's uh, there you can see it's being reflected there and the word of God says from First John chapter 4 verses 1 to 6 Dear loved friends, don't always believe everything you hear just because someone says it is a message from God. Test it first to see if it relays, for there are many false teachers around, and the way to find out if their message is from the Holy Spirit is to ask, does it really agree that Jesus Christ, God's Son, actually became man with a human body if so 
then the message is from God. If not, the message is not from God, but from one who is against Christ, like the Antichrist. You have heard about who is going to come and his attitude of enmity against Christ is always abroad in the world. Dear young friends, you belong to God and have always won your fight with those who are against Christ because there is someone in your hearts who is stronger than any evil teacher in this wicked world. These men belong to this world, so quite naturally, they are concerned about worldly affairs and the world pays attention to them. But we are children of God. That is why only those who have walked and talked with God will listen to us. Others want. That is another way to know whether a message is really from God. For if it is, the world won't listen to it. In this passage, Apostle John is writing to the church against being, uh, is writing to the church to be careful as to which spirit they uphold in their mind. He preaches against false teaching by some religious leaders. The current situation that we are in, the current situation of COVID-19, has brought matters like this to the fore. I don't know about you individually, but in my own circles or networks, the pandemic has brought people to a standstill to reflect on their life, asking questions such as, who am I in all this going around the world? Searching for answers about what God is saying in all this situation. Some preachers or church leaders, just like the passage by John has warned, has taken it upon themselves to take advantage of the situation and start preaching messages of doom and fear instead of a message of hope in Jesus Christ. Particularly, these preachers or church leaders have related their message to such issues like the origin of the coronavirus itself, the vaccination program, and government advice. They have also gone on to look at people's difference in religion that they are living in and they have related it to doomsday. Some have even gone as far as saying that the world is ending and some have related it to the numbers 666. This is why the message we have read in the passage from 1st John Chapter 4, verses 1 to 6, is very important for us at this time, since the gospel is a message of hope and salvation through Jesus Christ. The Bible is a book of life proclaiming the one we should all save. 
one who defeated death, being captured, crucified, hanged on the cross, where he died. But on the third day, he rose again and is alive. And maybe I've seen some people joyously shouting, Jesus is alive. With all what is going around the world, all the messages, some of which are confusing, how do we know which spirit to listen to? How do we know which spirit to listen to? First of all, going back to last week's message by Tim, I am a child of God. And in today's reading, somehow that is repeated in uh, verse 6 which says, But we are children of God. That is why only those who have walked and talked with God will listen to us. This gives us a clue to answering this question. How do we know which spirit to listen to? Secondly, in the book of Genesis on man's creation, it also gives us a clue. I will refer to a passage in that book of Genesis in a moment. As you know, God created man in his own image. Perhaps in other people, this may beg the question as to which spirit we are referring to here. How do we listen or how do we know which spirit to listen to? So which spirit are we referring to here? Quite clearly, the aim in the message today is for us to listen to the spirit of God. But where does this spirit reside? Where do we find this spirit? Where can we probe individually to find this spirit? How do we know which spirit to listen to? The simple answer is it is all within us. As we may attest in the following uh, Bible passages. First of all, starting with Genesis 1, verse 27, which says, So God made man like his maker, like God did God make man, man and maid did he make them. And also, if we go to the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 9, but you are not like you are not like that. You are controlled by your new nature. If you have the Spirit of God living in you, and remember that if anyone doesn't have the Spirit of Christ living in them, he is not a Christian at all. And let's end. There are so many passages that uh, refer to the Spirit of God as living within us within us individually but I've just chosen a few and uh, let's also look at uh, John 14 verses 
20 to 21 which says when I come back to life again you know that I am in, the, in my father and you in me and I in you the one who obeys me is the one who loves me and because he loves me my father will love him and I will too and I will reveal myself to him and perhaps we can also look at uh, one of uh, prominent writers, Robert Cullier, writing in his book, Riches Within Your Rich. It puts in a different dimension on the same that the spirit that we are talking of today resides within us. In his book he says, You are one with great I am of the universe. You are part of God. Until you realize that and the power it gives you, you will never know God. We are part of a, a stupendous whole whose body natures and God the soul. God has incarnated himself in some useful way and there is nothing beyond your powers to do or to attain. In other words, if we realize that God lives within us, then nothing in this world will be impossible. And this is the truth. So the answer to the question, how do we know which spirit to listen to, is in knowing the truth, that the spirit of God is within us. Even though he gives us a choice to engage with the spirit of life or to surrender our bodily physical desires, which in a way when we surrender ourselves to bodily physical desires, it means we are outward looking. The spirit we need to listen to is the spirit of truth. God is the only truth. His word is the only truth, as proclaimed by his son, Jesus Christ. We therefore need and must train ourselves to listen to him, to recognize his voice within us. That can only be done perhaps through prayer. Every day also reading his word, the inspired word in the Bible and practicing, observing what God desires in us, which puts or which will put us in tune with him. Just like in one of my stories at the beginning, we are children of God. Our Father knows our reaction to his calling us. He still reaches us, he still, however, reaches to us. He still continues speaking to us from within ourselves. We need to reach a stage through our faith and love of the truth in God's message and God's words that doing His will is natural, is automatic. Just like I started making the cups of tea that I mentioned without my father asking for it. What of our creator? 
who is God. It's all in knowing God's promises through Jesus Christ that will be able to conquer anything. Doing good through Jesus Christ should be part of our life, which we can only do by listening to His Word, to His Spirit, which is constantly beckoning us. I've discovered that usually, in some, in most cases, we regret our actions when we have not, or when things have gone bad and we realize we have not listened to the word of God within ourselves. Rather than, or less than, when we have ignored a friend's advice, for example, which also expresses the fact that the Spirit of God lives within us. I'll end this preach by giving further two passages from the Bible which expresses what I have just been delivering here as a message on how to know which spirit to listen to. Jesus teaches us in Matthew 7 verses 15 to 20 to test the spirits. The words in that passage says, Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are little vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit. That is by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Another passage is from the Apostle Paul in First Corinthians chapter 12 verses 1 to 3 it speaks clearly about how we know which spirit to listen to now dear brothers and sisters regarding your question about the special abilities the spirit gives us I don't want you to misunderstand this you know that when you were still pagans you were led astray and swept along in worshipping speechless idols so I want you to know that no one speaking by the spirit of God will curse Jesus and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Finally, if you have not yet made that choice of only listening to the truth in God, the true Spirit in Jesus Christ, I urge you to rethink and give your life totally to Him. Perhaps this is not all the passages that we have read, the message is confusing or is not making sense, please take that broad step to understand more 
Today, you can make a difference on a new path. If you are one of those that need to make that broad step, I would urge you to approach one of the CCM elders, Tim or Graham. Uh, is it the choir coming now? Yeah. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah, so if you are one of those that uh, need to take that broad step, I urge you to approach one of the elders, Tim or Graham, or perhaps you may just be there. You feel like you are a dedicated Christian, you are a believer, but for some reason, your strength is ebbing away. I would also urge you to recommit to a life of regular prayers and leading of God's inspired words, the Bible. He is always calling you. You only need to commit to listening to him more in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.